0: Hey guys, Jason, I'm here with another podcast. I got Steve with me as always. It's a sunny day in Delaware. It was windy yesterday, and so I'm uh, hopeful that the virus is being blown away. Uh, Steve, it's a great day, I think, to talk about triaging Max.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's something that um, we do really well, um, and we have done a lot of training on this um, vendor neutral training, and then we have some uh, guides we can talk about. Um, but yeah, definitely you should talk about triage because what some people are promoting as triage tools or triage solutions aren't really triage.
0: So that's a good point. We, we probably should talk about what triage is before we actually get into anything specific, Steve. So what do you do when you're on scene?
1: Yeah, so triage for me, so it, it could be whether machine is off or on. Um, but most of the times, you know, people think of Mac triage when the machine is on. So we, we have solutions for both um, and to, to do this. Um, but what I'm talking about, like, for example, the machine is on, there's a lot of stuff besides just looking at the files that are there and the data, Um, so you don't have volatile data collection, so that's the one thing that we should probably talk about first is is volatile data, Um, and then logs as well. So, like, volatile data is like anything that's going to be destroyed once the the computer's shut down, and and a lot of times your tools, you know, don't, Collect volatile data. So, right. you need to do it either manually or have a tool that does it for you. And so, a lot of times we're talking about like um, active running processes, um, you know, network information. So, anything like that, that's that a person or you can use, right? Like, a, how do I say this? Um, somebody may say that I was hacked and that's why you're out, you know, collecting information. Well, if the machine is shut down, and you don't collect the information while it's live and running. That information is gone. Right. So it's going to be really hard to prove that something was compromised if the machine's been turned off, because you know, in good hacks and good, you know, real true malware, um, that's that's decent. It's going to run in RAM only. Of course. So you got to collect that while it's up and running. So that's important stuff. So network information, running processes, open files, all that kind of stuff is is something that you need to get. And then we have the other end of it too, right? Where people claim I was hacked. And that's why maybe you found this bad stuff on my machine. Sure. So you need to either prove or disprove that. But the only way you can do is collect volatile data. So you need a solution that does that. So um, we, we do, we'll talk about this throughout the podcast, but our solution is called Recon ITR. Oh, yeah. So it absolutely does collect volatile data on scene, as simple as clicking a few buttons and choosing what you want to collect and, and just push and go.
0: So that's a really important part right there too, is that uh, you, can, you can do this and get the answers quickly, right?
1: Yeah, so that's another thing that's really funny out there. So there's other solutions that are available, way more expensive, and don't, what I do, call proper triage. So to me, and, and we can argue this back and forth, but triaging is the ability to, to find information, you know, sort through it, right? That's what a triage does, sure. sort what's important. That, that's fine. But the other part of it that I like to talk or call triage is get answers to questions. So I don't believe a triage tool is good if you're just collecting data. Like if you're just collecting data and then you have to take it off scene or put it into another more expensive tool, right. that's that's a problem, right? So now you're you went from getting answers in minutes to, to extending that to you know hours or days to get answers. So to me that's not triage. So like with our solution of Recon ITR, you know, we can give you like automated analysis and get you answers in seconds or minutes. Like literally depending on what you choose, what type of artifacts you're looking for. Just to give you an example, maybe you're just looking for um, peer-to-peer client stuff or you're looking for if virtual machines exist or you just wanna get a a listing of all online accounts. It, It doesn't do any good to collect that data and have to put it into a full forensic suite you know, which costs way more money right. to get your answers because that's going to take time. With our solution, like with Recon ITR, our triage is you click, I want to see all online accounts and I want to see if there's any virtual machines. And within seconds, you're going to get those answers.
0: Absolutely. So also, let's talk about what, what you're uh, going to actually do when you're on scene and what might be different between a Mac and a Windows machine. What, what, what can we get in mac forensics that you can in windows so
1: this is another good use of our tools for example for our triage solution with Recon ITR, is that file systems on on windows and mac are so different they are completely different um, windows has not changed that much for for decades as far as file systems goes but mac file systems change it seems like as soon as the wind blows
0: no doubt about that, I know mean, we spend the better part of, of every year changing what we do because of them.
1: Yeah, so it has to do with you know security, extra security that Apple throws on there, um, changing just different technologies, which from a user perspective, it's good. From a forensic perspective or triage perspective, it, it, we have to adapt quickly, which we've been, been trying to keep up with, so we have doing a pretty good job with that.
0: Oh, I think so. We've got some great stuff uh, coming out in the very near future. So so, let's talk about some different, um, I guess, different kind of cases where you might be looking for things in different ways. You would triage things. Um, so so, if I were looking for documents, let's say it was a uh, let's say it was a corporate case, and there's a specific set of documents. What's important about triage there, and and how can we help?
1: Yeah, so this is a great thing about like good triage tools like ITR, is that you can you know actually. Be very specific. So, like in in corporate investigations, a lot of times you're you're limited by the court itself on what you can actually look at. So, a a specific judge may say you can only look at this one user because remember, Max has can have many users on the system. You're only allowed to look at this one user, and you're only to look for financial information or financial you know database files, and like that's it. So you have to have a tool that can actually narrow it down to just that one user and only look at like say quicken you, you know database right. files you know so that's one of the things that we can do with with our stuff
0: um so tell, tell me more about that is there, like is there a case you can think of or something that explains that better because that, that's interesting to me
1: <laughs> yeah so I, I can kind of give you a talk about a, a quick case i did a while ago which was one of my first um cases my first corporate cases i ever done because i came from the law enforcement side. Um, which involved a bunch of machines um three-letter agencies corporations and all of them were max so it was one of those like perfect storms where um there was a lot of max involved and it was a redaction case so the redaction case is basically you know everybody ponies up their computers and you know everybody gets their information back so you have to decide you know what belongs to each party and then once you give the information back to those parties you have to remove it from the the other computer. So for example, if I have your information on my machine and I'm not allowed to have it, I got to find it. And then give it back to you and then delete it from that machine so the problem is how do you triage a machine to find these types of files so for example in recon ITR we have a couple different solutions so aside from automatic artifact analysis which can you know parse and process the data for you to get you those answers right we have lots of solutions in there to do uh, triage by content so we can look at files contents we we can look at just file names files extensions we can use and search by file signatures so there's a lot of different solutions that's built into the itard to help you find this
0: information quickly and that case sounds like it was a cluster steve probably part of the reason (laughs) why you uh developed ITR, right
1: yeah so it yes it, it lasted for a few months um but amazingly like we help people every day i was talking to another uh one of our customers and, and again, the, the cases can go on for years. Right. Can go on for years, and it's good to have, you know. But hey, we can help you eliminate the time, unless you bill by the hour, right? To to reduce the time that you're actually doing stuff down to minutes. So I don't know how you bill for that. <laughs> Might not help you. So yeah, if you wanna, if you wanna, you know, have big bills, don't don't use our tools. Yeah, there <laughs> you go. It's gonna find information way too
0: quick. All right. Well, I think all the lawyers just tuned out. Yep. So so. <laughs> so when we're talking about the Macs and what you're triaging, right, it's not just the Mac artifacts and the and the file structure, right? There there's other things on there, backups, boot camps, things like yeah. that. You can get to. So, tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, exactly. So so here's the thing: when you're a Mac user, you know you're not just going to have Mac artifacts on a Mac. So you you could have a, a, a Windows partition, right, with boot camp. So boot camp is a Windows partition on the Mac, and it's sitting there. So like for example, I I. Surprising to some, I have a bootcamp partition, and I do use Windows some sometimes. I've I have seen. To. It. <laughs> so I go back and forth between my Mac and my Windows partition and bootcamp. So I'm using both, right? So what if I'm using internet history or generating documents or files in Windows, but I'm also doing it on my Mac side? You have to be able to triage both of those.
0: Yeah, I'd like to be able to do it at the same time, if that makes sense, or I guess put them all in the same bucket. Is that something that can be done? Yeah,
1: so exactly. So what we do with Recon ITR is we we can go ahead and you can select the plugins you want. So again, we have hundreds of plugins to select from, you know, different types of artifacts and, and thousands of artifacts that get, you know, we parse. Um, but it doesn't do you any good if you're just looking at Windows or you're just looking at Mac. You gotta put them in a unified, um view right which is what we do in itr and then you can apply global searches across both the mac and the windows artifacts which is amazing oh now uh, we're
0: creating the gas
1: yeah so now and also we can generate timelines from this which is even better so again mac and windows have different timestamps, which i keep hounding on this because we, we have the only solutions out there that properly look at these timestamps. And so we can combine the proper timestamps from mac and the proper timestamps from windows and sort them you can actually put in chronological analysis and, and we've solved many many.
0: Like, now that's amazing right there right so that just tells the whole story in one view it's right. like reading a book
1: exactly and i'm actually going to be doing a, on another um podcast with Michael Clare on his uh channel um surviving digital forensics uh, about proper reporting you know and how to do it like what most examiners are, are missing doing reporting. So, and, and how to do, pro- you know, reporting the proper way. So that's something that we're going to uh, do if you want to check out his channel as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Hey Mike, what's
1: so, up? <laughs> so now, um, yeah, so when you put things in chronological analysis, it, it changes the, the whole view of your um, uh, your view of the case. So, you know, when, which again, Tune into his channel, but I'll go into more, but sure. you need to put them in chronological view, which is something that we do with Recon ITR, which is, is kind of cool.
0: Yeah, that helps the knuckle-draggers like me. I really need to see it put in order rather than figure it out for myself, so thanks for that.
1: Yeah, so another thing that we do, which is great for triage, is the ability to create templates. So templates are really important for triage and your tools that are doing the triage of course. course. So because what we can do is a couple of reasons right one it makes the investigations quicker so what if you go out on scene and and you have 20 computers to look at in a business environment and you're not sure which one of those computers you need to take sure so you're you're probably not going to be allowed to take 20 different computers and, and and just hope that you can find the evidence it'd be nice to eliminate the ones that you don't need and do that quickly. So again, other solutions out there, they only collect the data and then you have to put it in another tool to get those answers. We can do it all at the same time with ITR. So you can run it on the machines quickly with predefined templates. And that can be set up by an examiner, for example, and then let average people use the tool out in the field which is really good to eliminate computers so, that are necessary.
0: So it cuts down on the time that you spend out in the field um, collecting and, and triaging, and also cuts down on the lab time because you didn't bring back 20 computers. You might have only brought back one or two.
1: Yeah, and, and like I said, it's great because you know an examiner, and it doesn't have to be an examiner, but they can pre-configure the actual templates and then give it to a, like a non-technical person to go out and, and implement, and that's great for... Um, a lot of uh, agencies that are corporate, right? They want to cut down on travel costs. Yep. Yeah. So what they'll do is they'll you can pre-configure ITR. You can pre-configure ITR with templates with what you're looking for, right. or what you're helping the client find. Send it out to the client with a collection drive and, and then all I have to do is just push the button basically.
0: Okay, so obviously with everything that's going on in the world right now, that that's a great thing to have, but the reality is you need that all the time. I mean, to be able to actually not put somebody on a plane and send them halfway across the country is a is a huge savings for for anybody.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, and definitely with what's going on in the world nowadays, it's 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 a
0: better solution. I think so. Absolutely. Um, So you said something, too, that was interesting to me in there. You said it didn't have to be an examiner, right? So this this tool is not complicated to use. I've used it. But, Steve, tell us about the way you developed it and and how it's developed and who can use it.
1: Yeah, so it's designed to be a Swiss Army knife uh, for Mac forensics. So, you know, I tried to think of everything using proper forensic investigations to put into a tool, to simplify it. So if you remember our old logo underneath of our tagline says, Forensic forensic, Simplified. Yes, Forensic Simplified. So that's what we try to do. We try to take something complicated, you know, with, you know, crazy file systems and lots of security and all kinds of stuff and, and simplify that for you. So, um, anybody can learn to use this tool in minutes. Um, and again, like, for example, like I said, with the templates, I'll give you just another example of another case that we, we worked, um, an investigation where this is really helpful we had a bad egg in the company and we're asked to go out there and, and help find out who this bad egg was and they had no idea who the person was you know so what we we're able to do is go in there with a predefined you know uh itr drive go in there and just run it on these different machines until we found what we were looking for and identified that bad egg so like
0: shooting fish in a barrel.
1: Yeah. So what was nice about that is you can actually um, get other people that again non-technical to help you because you can pre-configure these drives and just tell them, hey, go in here and press start and, and look for anything that matches this. That so that's how.
0: huge. That that's really huge.
1: Yeah. So you can you can use it for just taking that to another level. Uh, Employee compliance checks, okay, so you know everybody different organizations have different you know policies about what they can and can't do at work Again, you can use a non-technical tool and say I just want to look at internet history and messaging artifacts on this computer because that's prohibitive or certain types of uh, of Internet history or messaging is not allowed so we can actually use this for that
0: Okay we may need to take a break so I can go to my office and uh, wipe the BitTorrent client that's on there before Steve gets to me.
1: <laughs> oh, that's not, I hope that's not true. <laughs> nah, just kidding. Plus it's for testing, <laughs> so, right? Yeah.
0: yeah, well, so um, there might be some testing stuff, but that that's not on my office computer. Um, and so besides that are there other uses steve what about what about law enforcement how does law enforcement use this tool
1: yeah so for law enforcement again non-technical so for regular investigators uh regular probation parole non-examiners um you can just like go out on scene um and do consent searches so you can just select "I'm, i'm interested in certain types of data like again internet history messaging mail like stuff like that and you can put in keywords again to find you know whatever relates to your investigation for let's say probation and parole home visits it's really easy to just go out there and I just say I want to see all videos and images you know on scene and then the great thing about doing that is you can instantly produce reports too so that's another thing that's not found in other solutions that cost way more money so the ability to generate reports
0: so you're gonna get your search warrant that much quicker
1: Oh yeah. So like, for whatever it may be, whether it's corporate or law enforcement, again, you let's say you're on scene and you like I'm telling you with with our solution, proper triage, you can get answers in seconds or minutes. Huh, well, crazy. let's say you find what you're looking yep. for. What do you do? So we can generate. Thousands of reports in all kinds of different formats, whatever you need. So you can instantly have that information available right then and there to make further decisions or get a search warrant or whatever you need to do, depending if you're corporate or law enforcement. And this is absent in other MAC triage tools. Right. So this is one of the great things about Recon ITR.
0: And talking about about the different things that it does, right, Um, I I just want to go back again to talk about... um, like the boot camp and the iOS backups and the rest of that. How how do you pull that together into that global search and then generate a report? Like what would that look like, and how would that benefit?
1: So what we try to do is we 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 set up we, we do the hard work, right? We already right. know where the the artifacts exist, and this is the again the, the why these tools are so <laughs> valuable. A tool like ITR is because, for example, in a Mac or even in Windows, for example, you can have artifacts that exist in XML files, PLUS files, SQL-like databases, JSON files. Um, It could be even deeper. It could be encapsulated in those types of files. So without getting too technical, you have to string together databases, pick those apart, pull the right information out. So what we try to do is go through all these artifacts for you automatically and then put them into a a, a unified view. So like you have... um, a view that standardizes all those different artifacts in one view, again, you can sort in chronological order, or you can do a global search against it, and then you can generate those reports once you do the global searching.
0: I know from my aspect, coming from a this as a second career and, and not being involved in this for as many years as you, and then uh, kind of, I'll call the Mac stuff, the second part of my summary career as well, because probably the first three years I was here, when I heard things like SQLite database and P-List, they just kind of crawled under the desk and waited for Steve to walk away. Um, but since since he put together ITR and the, and the team out in uh, India, Frenzo Digital, put that together and I started actually using and testing it, I'm amazed at the amount of stuff that I saw and that also was able to learn from it and see what's in it. So uh, for myself, I thank you for doing that because it made it really easy for me to start understanding the Mac process. Yeah. so
1: one of the things that we do with ITR, which I thought was important, where other solutions try to hide this data because they don't want you to know their secrets, is that we show you where the, the source is to the artifact. Yep. So you can do your own testing and validation. So if you hit upon something, you can just click on it, look in the detailed information and say, oh, that came from this source. And then if you want to use another tool or, or manually go in there and validate that, you can. So it, it's a great tool for, for testing and validation and such. And then going back to the unified view, one of the things I've talked about because I the word unified. Right. Mac has unified logging now, which is um, a little bit different. Yeah, let's talk and about that. It's a lot so of so. Not only can we collect all the logs, so we have two different methods to collect the logs, one that requires a password and one that doesn't. We also parse those logs as well and put that, those artifacts, that information into that view that I was talking about as well. So you're getting that log information in there mixed in with the other standard artifacts as well, which again, can complete the story. So again, go back to, like I said, uh, check out uh, Michael Claire's podcast. Absolutely. But I'll be talking about that pretty soon, about proper way of doing reporting, um, that just makes sense I guess is the way you do it yeah it does Uh, completing the
0: (laughs) story is important for me I mean, you know that Steve because I come across the hall all the time and badger you until I get the the answer I'm looking for right on things so that's one of the things I I really love about ITR is exactly what Steve said you can follow what you're looking at back to the source and, and see it for yourself and confirm it right which is it's just how my process works. So it's, I think it's a really well-designed tool. So shout out to Minaj and Bish and all the guys at Friends of Digital. Good job, guys.
1: Yeah, so one last thing I want to talk about sure. as far as triaging goes with Max. Well, let's assume that you find what you're looking for and you now need to seize it. Right. right? You need to image it. So we have two different solutions built into ITR Indeed, for so. imaging. Actually, it's more than that, but, <laughs> but essentially to make it simple... Because it's gotten confusing later because we combined um, our Recon Imager Pro and Triage together to make ITR and there's a reason for this. And, that, and You can read our blog. We have a blog on our website that kind of explains why we did that and, and why we're not just selling uh, the bootable version of Imager by itself anymore. Um, so we had a bootable version for, for Mac imaging and then we had imaging that we started to put into to ITR for right. live imaging. So we have bootable imaging and then we have live imaging. So we have two actual separate disks that you get with Recon ITR. One is a small Samsung USB, um, Samsung Duo, 32 gigabyte, yeah. which is type A, type C connector, yeah. which supports all current Macs that are on the market as of April, the end of April, I should say, uh, 2020. So it's still, um, if you turn off, if you have a T2 chipset Mac, you gotta turn off secure boot, but it'll boot those Macs and you can image and it's much faster than doing the other method. Sure, what's which that is, method? using the live imaging so if you're using on the itr the other drive that we give you it's a samsung uh, t7 touch yep. with biometrics so and that's it's, awesome yeah and 500 gigabytes so you can store some of your data on there if you need to these reports that you're generating yep. or caching files um, which is awesome so uh, compared to again other solutions non-branded non Samsung. I'm just going to say I like Samsung.
0: I agree. I love Samsung. You're right. There are some non branded drives out there being used. Yeah, you definitely
1: don't want it to fail and you don't want it to be insecure. I mean, depending, like, especially if you're doing the thing and sending something. Um, across, you, you know, you yep. want to be able to have an easy way of decrypting and stuff. So, or protecting your data when you're, when you're traveling uh, around.
0: The biometrics for me are just good in the back of my brain. Cause I, I'm always afraid that I'll, I'll be the one to wipe stuff off my drive. Cause <laughs> I'm not paying attention, right? So that's what I use the biometrics for, to be honest, is to protect my data from myself.
1: Yeah. So going off topic here, but again, two drives that you get with ITR. So one's a bootable imager, which you can use to boot all current Macs as of this time. Um, the other one is is where the main ITR tool resides for live triage right. let's say so there's live imagers built into it but then here's the great thing we moved recon imager uh, pro into triage now which is now recon ITR yes. so so not just live imaging we have a full image in there. and what we also built into it is a disk manager which this is great too so we give you a right blocker for free now it's, for those of you that don't understand why it's such a great deal it's because other people charge upwards of eight hundred dollars for a right blocker that yeah, I think that's right that you can get for free basically. So we're not going to charge you more money for something like that. It just comes in a tool for free because uh, without going into too much detail, it's not that hard to do yourself. So we, we threw the little button in there for you for free, and we're not charging you for that.
0: So it, this is just a, out of curiosity, if you were making a triage and imaging tool, why would you not have? that included doesn't make any sense to me
1: no no it's it's easy enough there's actually open source tools available that are out there for yep. turning and what i'm referring to is disk arbitration in the Mac. so it's again look that up if you want to look it up um but this is what's great about it so triage tool last thing i want to talk about here is that if you're working on a live system you're making changes right you, obviously you're making changes so that to some you know you want to leave the lightest footprint sometimes it's unavoidable but what if we can tell you it's avoidable and not make changes so here's what we can do now that recon imager pro is combined into itr it's included in itr and we have this disc manager what you can do is you can turn off right you activate write protection turn off disc arbitration activate write protection and then connect another mac in target disc mode and you can triage that mac in target disk mode without making any changes on nice. because it's right protected and not only that you can do the imaging as well so two ways to image you know absolute safe triage of max with with no changes um and a cost that's i think we're selling it for 11.99 for itr now and other solutions which would take you hours or days to get answers or upwards of five thousand dollars to just get right close to the features that we have that's crazy so Anyway, hopefully this has been helpful to you. If, you. if you want to learn more, we'll put some links below, um, especially the best practices guide if you want to yep. check that out.
0: So just a, a little cleanup on that. Yeah. The, so the best practices guide, if, if you don't want to carry this with you, this podcast, and listen to it in the car on the way over to wherever you're going to do the triage at um, and decipher the freeform style of Steve and Jason, Print this thing off. Go through it. It's awesome. It'll give you all the information you need to be out on scene to do stuff. So it's well worth it. It's on our website. Um, This podcast will be up on our podcast. It's on the website, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just about anywhere we can get podcasts. That's where it's at. Um, Don't forget to follow us on social media. And if you need any information, wwwsummarycom resources has a lot of helpful stuff, including the blog Steve was talking about for this. So I think that's about all the time we have for today, Steve. You got any uh, teasers for what's up next for podcasts?
1: Um, No, but I think I'm going to start focusing on now that we have to travel, which is, you know, again, not wishing bad people on, on other things in the world, but I, I get to stay around and not travel. So I'll be producing more, maybe some demos of our tools.
0: So that's an awesome idea. So the, those are also available on our YouTube channel. We have a couple of those up right now. We'll get more of those up as we can. And uh, keep safe, keep healthy out there, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care.